This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk for more information. Baby, I go out of my head and I just can't get enough and I just can't get enough. All the things you do to me and everything you said, I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. We slip and slide as we fall in love and I just can't seem to get enough of... That's what away days are all about. That's why we do 250 mile round trips for afternoons like that. The City fans kept the chance and the noise going for 94 minutes. Only 25% of City fans thought we would win in a pre-match poll. That just highlights what Nigel's been saying and we've all been saying about us being consistently inconsistent. These three words were a good Friday. Um, Matt is with me, and Matt, that was an absolutely fantastic rendition there. What an away day it turned out to be. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, not sure we thought it was going to end like that with the, the first half, but um, yeah, no, I thought it was a, a really organised performance, disciplined. Um, the personalities that Nigel Pearson had called out the week before, I think, were there on show, and, and a great cross-come shot, as he said afterwards, from, uh, from Jay to seal the win. Well, so no, yeah, fabulous. I had, as you know, every faith in Jada Silva. Just explain that a little bit more, Patrick. Well, um, in the last few games, he's been getting forward a bit more, and we've commented it on the podcast that he he will keep getting those opportunities. And uh, pre-match, I thought, well, I'll have a little flutter, little flutter. Little We're at the flutter. Bet Three Six Five Stadium after all, and um, yeah, put a little couple of quid on Jada Silva at forty to one first goal scorer, and. Every time he got the ball, though, 25 minutes before he scored, <laughs> he had an opportunity to shoot and uh, and didn't. That's all I could hear in my ear. <laughs> shoot! <laughs> but then uh, he had that opportunity at the far post and I shouted shoot at the top of my lungs. Yeah. First your eardrums, I think. Yeah. And uh, do you want to explain what happened when he scored? Uh, you went positively, um, I was going to say, Apro- I'm not going to say Apoplectic. Exactly, yeah. You were, yeah. <laughs> like a man who'd won thousands as opposed to 88 quid or whatever yeah. it was. But uh, yeah, but to be fair, I think most of the away end went a bit like that, didn't they? So Yeah, fantastic. Epic scenes. Um, so we'll come on to the lineup, but first let's welcome in our guest. Thank you to Dean Allen for uh, for joining us this morning out in the sunshine in South Africa. Pleasure, lads. Uh, no, lovely to be here. I uh I'd have uh, definitely joined you if I know I was going to get that rendition early on. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was like it was like stepping back to the eighties. It tell was, you. mate. Honestly, we had a, it was a proper retro eighties way home as well as all we had on the uh, on the stereo. So yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm oh. repeat. Um, but Dean, the lineup. Um, we expected a few more changes from Pearson's comments, but we only got one. Wells out, Semenyo in. Yeah, yeah, I um. Well, I thought that was that was coming, isn't it? Um, we, we've all talked about Naki um, time and time again. I mean, I think uh, it's clear clear his time at the club's um, limited. So, um, yeah, he brought, uh, brought Antoine back. Um, and, yeah, I mean, to be quite honest, apart from his, his poor finishing, he did, uh, he did liven things up at, at the front. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I would have thought he would have changed it a bit, a bit more. I mean, um, 
yeah, Will, Joe Williams. I mean, he played he played the full virtually the full ninety. Yeah. Um, but they're clearly going to manage him. Uh, uh, there's talk of him not playing on Monday. But I thought perhaps he would have saved him for, for Monday. But he didn't. He wants to keep it consistent, and uh, and it paid off, didn't it? Mm. Matt, any surprises for you in terms of the lineup from what Pearson's comments were? Um, I guess when he talked about personalities, and I, I, I know what Dean's saying, um, and we have talked about Naki in terms of his finishing, but but I actually think Naki's performances haven't been that bad, certainly in terms of effort and mm. the, the kind of contribution. It's just where it matters most, and you'd expect from him, he's not been putting the ball in the net. Um, so I don't know that Pearson was talking about him when he said it last week. So I had expected a few more changes, but maybe they've shown him in training that, you know, they're they're committed in and want to be part of it and, and he went with them and to be fair, it it was a relatively comfortable game, wasn't it? Yeah. Other than a shape change, a formation change and yeah. a strategy change, you know, if you pick that same if if you have that same setup, there's not a lot more you can do, really, I guess. No, I mean, I think like we were saying in the car on the way out, weren't we? We probably have gone four at the back um, and changed it that way, but but he didn't. He he likes to play that three, um, and he wasn't let down by it yesterday, was he? So you know, you've got to, you've got to give. We call him out when it hasn't gone well, and credit to him yesterday. He stuck to his guns and looked very, always very easy when there's a win in it. But he looked very much more content yesterday you know he engaged more with the fans he was engaging with the players wouldn't he so yeah Yeah. okay let's come on to the minutes then um eighth minute is a diagonal ball from Kloss to Jada Silva but the cross is cut out from Jada Silva and then uh, there was a free kick from Matty James with a good opportunity but the the initial delivery was not very good um which which will come on to how that improved later um, 13th minute, City go forward, well worked, Vyman sets Semenya away and he's through one, one-on-one with the keeper. But Matt, he opted for power over accuracy, he hits Rosette and we've seen those go in, but um, he's still st- still trying to retune that shot in from coming back from injury. Yeah, I think it's, it's difficult to probably get back into that zone. Um, I've watched it back on... Um, on replay and tried to pause it on my phone at the point where the um, the pass is made. Very, very tight. Um, you know, I think you, you would need VAR in the lines to determine if he was offside or not. But he breaks three. Obviously, he's, he's you'd expect him to outpace Phil Jagielka anyway. Um, and then it just needs that composure. He needs to go across the keeper low. Um, you know, at, at that sort of speed, the keeper being able to get down low it's going to be a difficult save to make. Whereas when he goes high, even if that's on target, the keeper's got a chance to save it. The other option is Chris Martin is breaking his neck to get in the box as well. And he doesn't even almost recognise that that's there. But, you know, again, early on, and I'm not, I'm not going to be overcritical with him with that one, actually. There's probably more that the second chance he gets, I'm, I'm a bit more critical of. Yeah. Um, Dean, for you, obviously not no surprise to see um, Antoine Semenyo shoot from there. But uh, as I say, we've seen them scored. Well, I said I said on our WhatsApp group, didn't I? I think um, if we could just coach finishing with that lad, I mean, he, he's, he's going to be going on to greater things, that's for sure. It's just the sort of the roughest part of his game. Um, he does tend to go for power all the time. Whether that's a, whether that's a confidence thing, I mean, it, I'd love to see him just dink one now and, now and again, you know, or as, as Matt said. I mean, at any standard of football, you're told to go across the goalie, and especially with Chris Martin coming in there. If the goalie gets a hand on it, Chris Martin's just going to roll the ball in. Um, so I'm sure that's something that, you know, they'll be talking to him about. You don't want to... You don't want to sort of coach the, the the directness out of the lads. I mean, clearly that. But sometimes I think 
if you're if you're not too sure about your finishing, you're just going to put your put your um, foot through it and uh, hope it's going to go through the keeper. But he's he's got to have more composure in those areas because that was a that was a very good chance. I mean, as I said, I mean, think about the angles and stuff. But that that's what we said about Antoine. He's 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 uh, he's a rough diamond, and uh, if we if he can just improve his finishing and some of his some of his decision making, then um, then he's not going to be with us for much longer. That's for sure. Yeah, and Dean, 32nd minute, we've seen some important saves from Bentley over the last couple mm. of seasons, and this one was was up there. It was a ball coming in from City's left and headed goalward, a great header and a great one-handed save from Dan. No, fantastic. Um, I, I think uh, we talked about it when I was last on, um, after the Blackburn win, um, since he's come back, he's... Uh, I think he's gone up a notch as well, and uh, no, that was that was that was right at the top locker, and he's um, top draw. He's he's. Uh, I mean, that's what he does. He's he's a he's a great stop shot, uh, shot stopper, should I say? And uh, he's also a great wrestler. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, can't wait to get to that bit. Uh, I would just say on on the, sorry, on. on on that save. Um, I don't know if it was Alex Scott or or Williams. I think tracked tracked to run. But Chris Martin switched off and didn't then pick up Joe Allen running through, which is when the ball got played back. Um, he had almost kind of a free cross. So, But like you said, br- brilliant save, brilliant yeah, save. Absolutely. 33rd minute, Vyman crossed to Martin. And the, the defender almost slices it into the net from, obviously we're at the other end, Matt, but uh, you thought for all the world that was going to be sliced into the net. You thought it was going to be a, a bit of a goal line technology moment, didn't you? And I've, I've not seen it back actually in any highlights, but... Um, yeah, it did. It did look like it was a really good move, um, and the defender did well, and, and obviously the keeper just really just catches it, doesn't he? So, so Dean, you were watching on Rob- close, but Dean, you were watching on Robin's TV. Do you recall that one? Was it was it even close? No, no. I, I think it probably looked closer for you guys at the other end. It always yeah. does, doesn't it? But uh, mm. no, no. At that point, at that point, I thought we could we could have got the first goal. Uh, we were, you know, we were looking good in the in the first half. It was, it was, it was, it was a tight game. It wasn't a classic, but early on, I thought we. Certainly with Jagielka at the back as well. Um, we we had you know with Anton up the front, we had the the pace to trouble him, didn't we? Thirty mm. seventh yeah. minute, it was uh, Vyman, Semenya, and Martin combining really well. Some some good uh, some good passing play, um, and Martin gets a shot away coming down the left. Uh, shot on target, uh, good power, just well saved, Matt. It was, and um, I think that's the one I was talking about earlier on, where he pushes it out, and and Anton's just not mm. switched on enough. Um, really, you know, Dean's point with the earlier challenge, by Martin going across, the keeper does push it out, he pushes it straight out, and Semenya's got a tap in really, but he just doesn't get his feet sorted, um, and the ball bounces away from him, but good good effort by Chris Martin, again from the far end, you were looking at it thinking, was it a cross or, but when when I watched it back, clearly a shot, and the, the keeper makes mm-hmm. a good save. Yeah. Um, 40th minute, Semenya to Vyman this time, um, who's away, but this time he is offside, uh, but that was another opportunity, and we shows how we were connecting. Really, we we know we know yeah. that uh, Vyman, Semenyo, and Martin um, can connect well, but it's just that that movement sometimes that lets us down. But on this occasion, the movement was a little bit too quick. There were lots of little moments like that, weren't there, where we could have had three, four, five breaks through on goal, and it was just the last pass, or like you said, there the offside. But you could see they were linking up really well. 
Yeah. yeah. Was that the one when um, Semenyo, he was offside, wouldn't he? He came back from an offside position and then 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 played the ball through. Yeah, I think it that was, one. yeah. And the ref gave yeah. it because of Vyman running through, but it was Semenyo. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. I yeah. just assumed it was Vyman that was made, made the run through. No, it, yeah. he made a good, he actually made a good run, Vyman. He timed it perfectly. That's what I was wondering. But it was earlier in the play. Semenyo uh-huh. um, came back, collected the ball and then played it through. Okay. And then the highlight of the half, really. I, I'd strategically placed myself uh, at the top of the <laughs> stairs waiting to go to the toilet at halftime um, to get there quick. But uh, yeah, I was close to the action. Bentley's trying to shield the ball out and uh, Bentley and Brown have a coming together. Brown, they, they seemingly aren't going to go over the advertising hoardings, but then Brown pulls Bentley over and then it was a battle of who was going to get up first and neither of them were going to let that one go. Uh, so yeah, Bentley kind of gets up and then it's like a sidewalk slam, um, from Bentley on Brown. And, uh, then you, you know, who's going to steam in first on that one. And that's Joe Williams. Uh, then Fletcher gets involved and then a couple of others. And then the whole, the whole team, the whole squad's over there. And it was quite an exciting coming together, uh, Matt. It was reminiscent of a, of a Royal Rumble and you know how much I love a Royal Rumble. I do know how much you love a Royal Rumble. Yes. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was a, a, a question of neither of them were going to give in, were they? I mean, <laughs> clearly Bentley had shielded the ball out, and and Jacob Brown didn't like that fact. Um, almost wrapped himself around it, and Bentley's thinking, "Well, you're not you're not going to do this to me." And they both end up dragging each other over. Some are nothing. I mean, I you know I've, I've seen a few people say the ref didn't need to book him. I think he does because there's no doubt about it. There's an element of could have been violent, dangerous, you know. Yeah, there's an element heads, of violent con- conduct there, isn't there? You, and you know little kids in the stand and stuff, although they probably would enjoy it because of the wrestling. Um, and then Joe Williams, as you say, gets involved. In, and again, I, I don't I don't necessarily mind that too much because, again, it shows... shows passion. A, a, yeah, and shows a bit of togetherness. Um, the one that I've seen some footage of is, is Joe Allen. And I don't know if it's because it's still footage, but Joe Allen seems to swing a punch in there. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But that is literally just from a screenshot. Um, so that could have been, you know, he, he yeah. was trying to pull someone back and it looks like he's swinging a punch. But yeah, it was it was one of those moments. Bit, a bit comical. And I've noticed this morning when I've looked at my phone, it's kind of one of the the head videos on Sky. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. you think... Yeah. Uh, David Bentley, I think they called him on oh, that one. Oh, they right? Yeah, yeah. David. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dean, we've seen some moments like that over the years. Joking aside, you know, I always remember Lewis Carey and Bradley Orr having to come in together. And that really you know, got the season going for us, that 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 togetherness that came off the back of them having a bit of a scrap. And sometimes it takes a little catalyst like that to get things going, doesn't it? Well, it was, it was my first uh, reaction, to be quite honest. It was, it, was, it was like one of those things you used to see in the playground, you know, when no one wanted to let go and uh, they were hanging on, hanging on. And then, of course, Joe Williams, as you said, came in. But I, as, as Matt said, I didn't mind that. I thought, you know, at, at last we've seen a bit of fight and, the, and you know, the rest of the lads sort of came in as well. I always look at the ones on the periphery as well, the ones who don't want to get involved, but they kind of run over. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned you, you mentioned Joe Allen. I mean, he's not the biggest, but he, yeah, he came in. He came in with quite a bit of aggression. I don't, I don't, I don't think Matt there was a there was a punch throw, and I think it was right. probably just the way it was captured. Look, still, yeah. Uh, yeah. But but the usual suspects, Stephen Fletcher, you know, and all those, they just they just waiting for something like that to come. But within within a minute, the two the two protagonists, they're they're, they're you know they're smiling at each yeah. other. But yeah. it could have it could have it could have turned nasty because I mean that that you were there that that hoarding at the back was quite high and uh, over mm. it went, but. But I certainly wouldn't want to wouldn't want to think that we need two of our own players fighting each other to start the season. But hey, if it needs that, let's do it. 
Sometimes, it's, sometimes it happens, and sometimes it works. Here's a test for you, then, Patch. Where was the game with Lewis and Bradley? Or... Oh, was it Swindon? I got no, it. I no. got it. Northampton. Northampton away. Yeah, I knew it was Live on telly. What What yeah. else happened after that match? Um, uh, I I was out drinking. Tra- transfer. <laughs> Oh, David Cottrell, Cottrell went, didn't he? Yeah, because he, he had back, a blinder. The, yeah, on the back of that game, went to Wigan, didn't he? Uh, That's right. right. Good he did. knowledge. He did so earn yeah. his money as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good knowledge. Right, halftime summary is back. Whee! Thanks to Rob for, uh, is, the, is the picant season over then? Or? Uh, tank, <laughs> tank. Yeah, must be, must be. Um, fairly even game, but still some enduring frustrations. Too slow and sloppy on the ball at times, and some poor execution and decision making in the final third. Need to be sharper and more clinical. Could have had a couple, but also potentially questionable offside when Vyman was set clear through the middle. Uh, defensively, we still need to be closing down on the flanks quicker to cut out the dangers at source. One great save from Bentley and some rather pointless wrestling at the end of the first half. I disagree with that comment. Wrestling's never pointless. pointless. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, so thanks thanks to Rob for uh, for bringing that back. Welcome back, Robert. Yeah, and I think the, the... there's three or three or four highlights in that first half, but it it was at risk of becoming that two sides that have got nothing to play End for. End of season, yeah, 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 very much. And, and I think it was a little bit. Um, it felt like some of them were going through the motions. Probably more so Stoke. Yeah, um, if I'm honest, being the home side, um, there's no doubt they've they've had a, an equally as disappointing season as us. And I'd expect them to have a fair bit of turnover in the summer as well. When you look at the likes of Jagielka, Fletcher. Um, Joe Allen, all probably on really big money, all getting to an age of their careers as well. So it did, it did feel a little bit like that. And um, you know, as you know, for, for me, we weren't safe until yesterday. I always mm. like the, the mathematical side of things. <laughs> but yeah, I, I it, as I said, it was organised. I thought it was it was a decent performance. Moments where we could easily have gone in front, but also you know, Bentley saved a couple of other crosses. There was one which we talked about. I think you'd read on WhatsApp patch the. Challenge in the first couple of minutes on Fletcher, I think from Alex Scott, who gave him a little nudge under the ball as the ball yes. came across, um, and there were a few penalty shouts for that. So again, little moments that that could have gone for us didn't go for mm. us, you know those sort of things. So okay, into the second half, fifty fourth minute, Atkinson um, burst forward but had no runners. I think that's an example, Dean, where we need a bit more mobility up front. If Atkinson's going to burst forward, and you know Semenyo's not up there, uh, Semenyo. And Vyman seem to be the ones that make the runs, and I know that Martin's game is more of a hold, more of a hold-up game. But uh, yeah, he was just looking for someone to make a move. Well, yeah, that was uh, that was that was like the Atkinson at the start of the season, the the new boy that we had. Do you remember when we, when we were comparing him to Web, yeah, Webster all the time? And uh, no, I think he's starting to come back. Um, he's clearly had a clearly had a a, a bad uh, bad illness there, and it's knocked him about a bit. But um, no, like you say, we 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 do apart from apart from. Semenya when he's on the pitch and Vyman obviously coming in from deep we do we do lack that, that runner sometimes we don't get we don't get numbers forward um, you know and it's all about options obviously with Chris Chris Martin he's going to give you the focal point but you need to you need to support especially when your your centre half's coming in whether they're told when he when he does when he does go marauding like that one of them's got to drop back in and cover I don't know but that was an opportunity like you said yeah 57th minute great attacking move several involved in this one uh scott and james notably the ball falls to jada silva uh out wide and i've already intimated that he opts to cross and i said to you matt didn't i obviously i was desperate for him to shoot and score but 
uh, in all seriousness, that's where someone like Tommy Rowe, Mickey Bell, further further back would have had a shot. Yeah, exactly what you said. Um, and you're right. And maybe all right, I think we all know it was a cross when, when it does eventually come for the goal. But maybe it gives Jay that little bit more confidence to think because he, he he took up a number of really good positions. His first touch was excellent yesterday. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the old adage, isn't it? You know, you've got a buy a ticket to to win the prize and you know if you don't shoot you don't score so um yeah but yeah it you were desperate cross. it was still a good cross that one and uh, yeah, it was yeah it, it was uh yeah just um take a shot and i think he will next time um 68th minute james crosses to martin who heads over and that was two really good deliveries from matty james in that 68th minute dean um and uh, we commented earlier in the game that that he had a couple of uh, deliveries that weren't so good but it's certainly something that's improved in terms of those set piece deliveries those crosses um and matty james is, is really good at it yeah we, we we know he's got the quality i know he's he's got some stick in recent weeks and rightly so i mean he's 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 come back he's looked a bit sluggish and uh, he's one of those players you see you don't really notice until he until he does make a delivery i mean he sort of sits in midfield and does the simple stuff um i thought he i thought he was more effective yesterday um i i, I just i'm just until we get a fit joe williams alongside him i just, I, I think um it's too much to ask of the guy we're talking about um Often we're talking about the three signings from Leicester and how they've all been a disappointment. I think at times, Matty James has, has been a, a decent signing, but he needs to show it more consistently. Um, people have said about his legs going, but how old is he? He's not even 30, is he? I'll Just have a look 30, as we I talk. Think. Yeah, I'll have a look he, as we he, talk. He's, 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 he's 30 at most, I would say. Um, so he should really be at, a, you know, at the prime of his career, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, is, so, he is 30. Yeah, 22nd yeah, of July. Yeah. 31 in July. Well, as we all know, once you're 31, boys, that's the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, Second half from Matty James. Uh, 74th minute, Matt. There's uh, Vyman cutting in. He's fouled on the edge of the box. And for me, that was a definite foul and not given. And I I think I said to you, if that's anywhere else on the pitch other than just on the edge of the 18-yard box, it's a definite foul, definite free kick. Yeah, I, I wasn't as convinced. Um, I, I do genuinely think there's a lot of free kicks and things in the game. Um, Alex Scott had one earlier on where he literally shoves his behind. Oh, that's, that's his special move, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. I mean, and we, we we talked about Jack Grealish in the past, but it, it feels as though now attackers, even midfielders, can feel a, a hand on the back. They go down and the ref gives a free kick in... I'm not saying that was the case with with Vyman, but I did feel it was it was slightly soft. But I think you're right; it is given anywhere else on the pitch. Mm. Dean, you must have seen a replay of that one. Was he caught? I can't imagine he would have gone down if he's through. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that clear. I don't think. Um, it was for for me. For me, it was it was questionable. Okay. Um, um, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't too convinced about it. Okay, 83rd minute, Vyman through. Uh, this time, it was a great ball, great first touch from Vyman, Matt, how he sort of knocked it in front of himself, yep. composed himself, and, and his shot was it was in the right place with the right power, just the keeper was equal to it. Yeah, I've, again, seen a couple of comments from people saying that he, he took it too early, which made me laugh because that's what you're told as a striker as well, to try and take it early and surprise the keeper. He did everything right. A lovely header to put it into his run. Um, control first time, sort of half volley. Um, and the keeper in Fenerson makes a really, really good save. 
and your point again about that mobility, you know, other teams against us would have had a striker or a winger or a midfielder coming on to that to then maybe follow it up. But um, yeah, I, I would, I really, really hope now that we're safe, the end of the season, I hope Vyman gets to 20 goals because for a striker, mm. that's got to be a bit of a magical yeah. number to get to in there. And, and he deserved it. And um, yeah, it was a, it was a hell of an effort and credit yeah. to the keeper. Then the moment comes on the 84th minute. It's uh, it's great engineering, great spin, great control, great doggedness from from Antoine Semenyo to yep. to win the ball, get it out of his feet, and spray it across to Jada Silva, who's in a really advanced position. He has a couple of touches, gets literally just to the edge of the 18-yard box, maybe just inside, and fizzes one that dips and weaves and bobs and ducks and dives directly <laughs> into the top corner. <laughs> And the All right, he won wild. you the bet, but let's not go over the top of it. <laughs> it was like it was like he had an Adidas predator on, and the, yeah. the, the ball was controlled by was it was it Billy the Fish? Remember that? Billy the Fish, yeah, 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 yeah Billy the Fish. It was a class. Um, although class he was strike. a he was a goalkeeper, Billy the Fish. Uh, was it? Who was the one yeah. who controlled the ball when he was in the ball and and steered it? Oh, I don't know. Um, um, maybe I yeah, dreamt no, it. Billy the Fish was the goal. Someone listening will know what I'm on about. But um, but Dean, obviously you you saw the goal and saw multiple angles and replays. Yeah. He said afterwards he wouldn't commit to whether it was a cross or a shot. But uh, I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and saying it was a it was a well executed shot. I tell you what, if I'd have won eighty quid, I'd have given him benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I didn't realize you had that. I mean, talk about talk about blind faith. I mean, that's fantastic. Um, no, no, listen, you, you watch it back. Jada Silva not once looks at the goal. He looks across the line. He looks who he's going to pick out and the way he shapes his body. I mean, it was a bloody awful cross, to be quite honest. But uh, no, no, he, 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 I mean, he, he sliced it. I mean, it, it went in like a rocket. It was, it was perfect. But what I laughed about the interview afterwards, where he, he wouldn't commit on whatever, but he said, well, if it was a cross, it would have been a good one because there was two people in the box oh, yeah, and it yeah. would have been a goal anyway. And I thought, yeah, talk about admitting it, but not. No, yeah, fair play to him i mean at the end of the day we've had enough goals like that scored against us and and uh he's got if he gets forward and i mean you you you, t you take your chance don't you but um as i said uh, i'm glad it went in the goal because if it had gone over the bar we'd have all been cussing him because it was a great position but now nah, fair play to him and and what a great what a great reaction and all the lads around him and at the end uh i think the best picture of the day was old nigel giving him a big hug as well so that yeah. was fantastic just what we needed that was good, right in the dugout. But Matt, I think the favourite one of mine was, was Joe Williams holding it up, like um, on the Lion King. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, again, going back to the goal, great moment for Jada Silva. I I love the chant. It's one of my favourite chants, um, the Depeche Mode Jada Silva song. Um, and I think you said he wasn't really quite sure what to do, was he? But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good to see. And 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 again, you know, it showed that. There obviously is a camaraderie there, and and I think at the end of the game, Pearson's reaction in particular showed that you know this isn't a side. You often hear about teams lose the manager losing the dressing room in. This isn't a side that isn't playing for Nigel Pearson, is it? Despite some of the things that he says, and what he said as well last week about personalities. Yep. You, they're, they're, obviously, your personality comes out more when you're happy yeah. when you've won a game. There are little things as well, like at the end, Pearson walking off and. You know, uh, raising his hands as if yep. they, you know, come on, that sort of stuff. That's that's what that's what we love. And and there was a great moment as well, um, where everyone had gone off yeah. apart from Kloss and, and the referee and the referees and the 
some of the some of the Stoke players were getting a big boo in, and uh, Kloss was saying, "What me? Yeah, you booing me? <laughs> yeah." And then as he goes <laughs> off, with, he's then giving the crowd the hand signal up yeah. to sort of make some more noise. So, yeah, yeah I, I, it's like we've said with with Nigel Pearson, we we just want to see a little bit more engagement for that. And there's actually a really nice, I think it's the, the official um, interview with Nigel from Dave Barton, where there's obviously some fans that have remained. Um, and there's a couple of little choice choice words about how behind Nigel they are. But, you know, Nigel turns around and says to them, you know, thanks very much, you know, safe trip home. And then you can clearly see when he says to Dave Barton, you know, that's that's a really nice touch. So mm. he, you, can't, you can't be overcritical of what he said. My point was um, coming out and saying stuff like that probably doesn't go down very well with Steve Lansdowne or John Lansdowne. But... Do I agree with him when he says there's there's something passive at the club and something wrong? Yeah, I do, absolutely. I think we have gone backwards as a club on the field from a, a football point of view. So I don't think he's necessarily wrong in what he says. I think when he talks about the personalities, yesterday shows that this team can grind out results. And if we'd done that a little bit more this season, mm. we wouldn't have had a lot of the negativity and been as close to worrying about our league status as we have been. So... Um, yeah, it, it's perhaps just the timing more so with Nigel yeah. Pearson for me. Okay, um, so there was six minutes left of normal time at this point and four minutes of injury time. So, so 10 minutes, but I didn't see anything from Stoke that that really concerned me no. um, and, and didn't have that feeling that we've had so so often this season of nervousness. And, and I think the players felt that as well, Dean, with Andy Weinman sort of going and going for the jugular again. And, and I think there was another opportunity but I think only at one point towards the very end did we try and keep it in the corner. No, I, I, the other thing as well, and we've finally learnt to start doing the, you know, the darker sides. Bring on the substitutes. I mean, we yes, made two substitutions, Absolutely. didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, thank goodness, it's taken literally five games before the end before we started to do that, and yeah. um, we did that. That as it does, it kills the game. How many times does that happen against us when, you, when yeah. we're trying to get momentum and, they, and the other side are doing that? So at last, they actually they actually use that. And yeah, whether whether Stoke didn't have the intensity, but I just think yesterday we managed the game better. I think. The defensively they were more solid I didn't feel there was that threat um, from them but as I said the, with the substitutions and stuff at last we actually we saw out a game and, and perhaps there wasn't because there wasn't anything on it we weren't as nervous and we almost suspected what could happen we I didn't I didn't feel it was going to happen yesterday and you probably you guys in the away and felt that as well yeah and Matt on the substitutions obviously Masengo was stripped off ready to go from about 73 74 it, it, it certainly felt that he was he was stripped off early in um, again, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I, I was shouting out at Nigel Pearson, like, make a sub, let's try and win the game. Um, and we score without making a sub. Um, and he, he makes the subs at the right time for the, the, the moment, you know, the, the, um, the point Dean was making. Yeah. Um, and apologies, because I've got a memory like a, a goldfish. Uh, now I'm in my 50s. Did we oh, talk about the, um, the free kick from Baker at the crossbar? No, we didn't. Oh, that's true. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. So, so that was the closest they came, didn't it? And yeah. I think it was a, a challenge by Atkinson. Um, it was. And it, you know, it's it's a goal all all day long, and if it's six <laughs> inches below, but it's off target. So but you can as much. No, I'm not saying that. That's, <laughs> that's now your side of the city line. But but it is, isn't it? It, it shows how close it can be because yeah, six inches below. Dan Bentley was he was waving at it, wasn't he? Um, but yeah, you know, it's not on target, so we got away with it. 
absolutely okay so yeah a one nil away win and you know that that moment and the fans during that celebration after the after the game it, it makes that 250 mile trip oh. worth it Matt doesn't it every bit of it it's it's brilliant and like I said when when you've got a, a little bit like the Alex Scott chant but when you've got a chant like that with Jada Silva where every my, my only disappointment I would love to have seen Jada Silva stay out a little bit longer yeah. and milk it milk it more I would have I'd have wanted them to be going through the whole song in the chorus but they could have yeah they could have pushed him back out yeah, just yeah. by himself but but also really nice moments seeing Nigel Pearson in the tunnel sort of grabbing older Jada Silva and he spoke at length afterwards on his interview, didn't he? Saying, you know, it was clear that Jay wasn't one of the ones that was on the bus, um, you know, before Christmas. Um, he talked about the fact that he was out of the team, um, you know. And, and for me, we, you know, we, we're not saying it in hindsight. He has been our probably star performer over the last month, six months, yep. six months, six weeks. Um, so it, it was good to see. Yeah, it was good to see. Okay. Um, Dean, we'll just uh, go through the ratings. I know you've got to get sure. on, so um, we'll get Matt to, to go through this. We did we did uh, calibrate these ratings on the way home with Ben from Robins on Tour, who yep. uh, obviously check out his YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, take us through it, Matt. And Dean, we'll, you can uh, give us your thoughts and challenges. Yeah, Ben, ben, ben came up with us in the car. Um, he, won't, <laughs> he won't be a game because he didn't bring the Haribos like he promised. So. Or the Everton Mints. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, right, so I'll, I'll race through him, but Dan or Bentley... celebrations, Ben. Yeah, any of it, yeah. <laughs> Dan Bentley, eight, um, which when we talk about it's sort of an expected score of six, but he makes an absolutely crucial save in the first half. And I, I thought, dealt with everything that came in, a couple of challenges that he had to come out. So yeah, we went, went eight for Dan. And first clean sheet since 1962, I think. Yeah, well, I think it's, I think it's our fifth clean sheet of the season. Right. Um, which, again, when you look at that, I think only Peterborough of had less clean sheets. Um, mm. I think they've had four. Um, but yeah, Jada Silva, we went eight and man of the match. And he, he was up there for man of the match before the goal, but I think the goal gives him gives him that edge. Um, the three centre-backs, we've gone seven for, for close Atkinson and Cundy. Um, thought they dealt with, with a wily striker in Fletcher very, very well. He normally causes us all sorts of problems um, mm. and, and didn't really yesterday. So yeah, we went three sevens for them. Um, Alex Scott, we went 7-4. Um, I thought Alex had a, a really good game yesterday, disciplined, got on the ball well. Um, and then in centre midfield, Hang Joe Williams... Yep. So we've gone through the five there and the keeper. Dean, any, yeah. any thoughts? No, no, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I thought Alex Scott, yeah, definitely, after recent performances, was uh, was coming back to his best again yesterday. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, Joe Williams, we went 7 um, I thought it was a, a much more energetic performance from Joe, um, especially considering the, the game against Peterborough, where I thought he was awful. Um, he got on the ball a lot more. A couple of times he, he tried to spread the ball out wide first time and it didn't quite come off, a couple of overhit, but you can see he's got that vision, got that in his mind. Um, Matty James, and, and this is one where I'm, I'm happy to, to take a challenge, but we, we went six, which is obviously our expected, because I think early on, his delivery from certainly three set pieces was was really poor. He then did get in more involved. I think defensively, um, he did sort of form that 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 barrier from the back as well. I just felt again that the ball doesn't get moved quick enough. So um, that was why we went six, and and it's the lowest score that we've gone for. Um, so you know, happy. On Dean, a what, but, what are your yeah. thoughts no. on that? Because I think second no, half no. he he was sort of part of the the rejuvenation and the step yeah. up in gear a little bit 
Well, no, you know me. I don't get carried away just because we win a game. But uh, um, no, I, I, I think, I think, given what what Matt said, I'm happy with a six because, like I say, it, it balances out. It certainly did improve, and we do expect more from the lad because, as we said, we've seen we've seen some good performances, especially when he first joined us. And um, they're, they're, you know, I think he he still can do more. So I'm happy with a six. Yeah. And then the front three, um, again, we sort of de- debated. Um, Andy Vyman, we went seven. We thought that his, again, his, his energy, his, his couple of efforts that he had, he was unlucky with. Um, Antoine, initially we went six, and then we've changed we changed that to seven because when you looked at kind of key contributions, obviously he set Jay De Silva up, albeit, you know, it was more of a, because he was expecting the cross. Definitely sure. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. But he also had, you know, the chance that he went through on, um, a couple of other moments where he flicked the, the ball through. So in terms of contributions, we yeah, we, we upped that. Um, and then Chrissy Martin, again, it's, it's a difficult one with Chrissy Martin because mm. when you watch it on, on the box, you're not seeing necessarily the work rate that he's putting in. He must have won, again, against their centre-halves. I'd love to see the stats, but for me, probably 70-80% of the headers... And he actually intelligently flicks the ball on and, and a couple of them, it, the run went the wrong side of him. In, but again, I, I thought it was a, a really, really strong performance from Chris Martin. So we went seven. I would rest him on Monday though, because I don't think you need to flog him. Now that it was safe, he's got options that you can go a different sort of style front two. Um, but yeah, so we went we went seven for Chrissy Martin as well. So those front three, we went seven. No, I'm, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with that. The only the only one I would question is is just through, through tough love, really. Is An- Antoine? I think uh, yeah. we have seen him. We have seen him sort of uh, finish before, and I, I do I do think that that was a those two chances. The one when he blazed it over, but certainly the reaction off of the keeper. So maybe I go six for Antoine. But as I said, just to teach the lad a lesson, we don't want it all going to his head. But going back to Chrissy Martin, um, yeah, uh, like I say, I mean for the height of the guy, I think he's got the the is he, hasn't he got the the best stats in the championship for flick ons, winning headers, or up there. Really wouldn't it's, surprise it's, me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's quite it's quite in, quite incredible, really. And uh, as I said, he, and you you want him you want him rested on uh, Monday, Matt? No chance. I, you know no, that. He, oh, he won't. Yeah, no, he won't. He definitely won't. Um, no know, chance. He, I think. But he's... you've got four games. Four games left. I think now. I know. And yeah, I you've know. got you've got um, Wells, who's who knows leaving in the summer or what. But Pearson will know. We'll know more about that. But you've yeah. also got Tommy Conway, Sam Bell, who are crying out for uh, a, a, more minutes in a in a competitive yeah. championship game. And you give some of those guys a bit of a chance in the remaining four games or more of a chance, you can make a bit more of a judgment of, are they part of the plans for next season? Yeah. Do we need to strengthen that area? And I think it's great to be great to give and, give and see them. And it's also, it, it gives us as fans something different to see, different different to watch. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I, I watched the under-23 game against Ipswich the other day and um, I, I felt with both of them, and it's probably because you're watching a level where they're playing against younger players as well, I felt both of them looked like they would be too young to come into the Championship. I think there's a danger on Monday's game as well against Sheffield United because Sheffield United have got something on it. You probably can't make too many changes because then question marks come in. And Nigel Pearson's not about that anyway, is he? Um, mm. He sort of said he will only he will only put players in where he thinks it's going to benefit them. And you know, but I I, I personally would like to see Tommy given a, a chance up front. Um, you know, I'd like to see him play alongside um, Antoine. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, and there's a couple of others. Um, I think I said about the midfield lad, um, Kaji. Kaji, I think, um, is is his name, but he looked very impressive for me. So he's he's a player I'd like to see in and around the squad. You'd actually think there's a chance George Tanner might come into the equation on Monday no, as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Josh Hours. Josh Hours should probably get a place on the bench. Um, yeah, there's a few of them that you'd like to see now come into it. Um, and if Naki isn't going to be in Pearson's plans, now we're safe, then you know, there's, no, there's no need to be playing Naki, is there? Okay. And uh, Nigel Pearson? Seven. Seven, we thought. Um, and again, could could have been slightly more, but let's, you know, we, we talked about the first half was very much going through the motions. Um, we probably would have made changes. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of those, keep saying it, massive summer for Nigel Pearson. Um, if he can get the right, players in and, and get the turnaround that he wants then hopefully this time next season we're talking about certainly being top 10 anyway yeah and um, what does that uh do to our our average in terms of the yeah, season so the average for the week was um seven average for point, the game was yeah, for the game sorry at yeah, 7.09 okay um and for the season we are up to 5.86 okay which Feels about right in terms of what are we nineteenth in the league. So yeah, um, and most of us expected to be lower half of the table, didn't we? So yeah. yeah. And uh, for for the last game of the season, we'll go through all the players' averages and uh, all the you know star men and all that. Have a bit of a roundup. Yeah. But uh, for now, Dean, we're going to let you go. Thank you um, so much Thanks, for Dean. for coming on the podcast. And no pleasure. Happy Easter, Have a good weekend. How did the Unless move go, Dean? Can... Sorry. It, all very good, thank you. Yeah, I'm, good. Uh, down, I'm, I'm down in Eastern Cape now, so the sun's still shining, which is the main thing. And uh, no, let's hope we can get a get a win on uh, on Monday because isn't it the first time we'll have back to back wins, which is quite incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's let's hope so anyway. But it's I think it's on Sky, isn't it? It is. Back yeah, in it is. UK, so, so maybe yeah. it want to play a strongest strongest side, just that, you know, to show the country what a great team we are. So yeah. we'll see. Fantastic. <laughs> but, all right, lads. Thanks, Dean. All right, thanks, Dean. All the best. Take care. See you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, Matt, so we do roll on to Monday. We've we've said what, what changes might happen. Um, but, yeah, with Sheffield United having something to play for, as you say, I think it will be only a couple of changes in terms of personnel. Joe Williams potentially swapping out for, for Han Noah. George Tanner, would he come in for who? Well, probably Alex Scott from from that point of view. Um, George is only going to play in that one position, isn't he? And then that gives you an option of moving Alex Scott for the forward. Um, but you don't come. You don't come. You, at, don't, you, you don't drop Vyman. Uh, no, but maybe that's where unless Vyman shifts up. Maybe that's where you rest Chris Martin and push Vyman and yeah. Antoine up top, and Alex comes in um, playing in in that behind. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, okay, so. In terms of Robins Reunited, so I've now published two of the Stars of the 60s podcast. So it was Mike Gibson uh, with Neil Palmer, who stood in for Tony Ford, and then Bobby Gould and John Galley. So, so do check those out, and I'll release the next two over the over the coming week. Um, and yeah, it's uh, with sadness as well that we have to uh, report, and I saw you've all seen it on Twitter, about the, the passing of Con Sullivan. Um, who we met back in November when he came down to Ashton Gate into the Lansdowne Lounge. But uh, a fantastic 93 uh, for, for Con, Matt. And yeah, it's uh, it was a sad day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was when, when Neil phoned me to, to let me know. Yeah, very sad. Um, 
and I know you you can see what j just shows for me patch the the work that the former players association is has done is doing the work that that Scott um and and the likes of Jerry and and Stu as well um how important it is and the joy that you could see on Con's face when he got presented by Richard Scudamore yeah um you can you can see it and and that that's you know it's it's your history that makes you what you are isn't it so yeah um rest in peace Con yeah very sad absolutely right okay we'll be back oh, maybe Monday night if not Tuesday morning with uh, our report on the, the Sheffield United game but for now thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back soon thanks very much have a good Easter thank you for the 80 pounds <laughs> we know you've been through it but you can do it give us the gold There'll always be a Bristol And City is the team To get into the first again Will always be our dream We're proud of Bristol City They play in wind and rain To hear the crowd or shout aloud The city scores again My eyes have seen the glory of the goals the city score And we want to see them score in just a half a dozen more When the ball goes in the net, me boys, you'll want to hear us roar Our team goes marching on Glory, glory, Bristol City Glory, glory, Bristol City Glory, glory, Bristol City Our team goes marching on City, glory, glory, Bristol City.